Hey there, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil Dipentino. So glad you could be with us today. Uh, have a great guest with us. So we've been chitting and chatting here for, actually, this is kind of the second time we've had our co a conversation. And uh, I find him to be a very interesting person. But one of the things that really kind of, uh, I'm really super excited about is that, uh, you know, he has uh, a really great sales plan we're gonna share with you today. You know, some people were born to sell. And our guest today, I mean, he sold everything. He sold candy at school recess. Uh, he's you know, sold landscaping services, baseball cards, um, athletic shoes, door, he sold door to door. And he's created strategy and tactics from his experience that he's gonna share with us today. Please welcome to the show, show Jer, uh, Jer, Jermaine uh, Cheatham from Creators Learn. Hey, Jermaine, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Neil. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. You betcha. You betcha. Uh, man, I, so the one thing I didn't say when I on, on the introduction here is that um, you're you're not here in the States right now. You're like kind of enjoying a really nice lifestyle uh, down in, in Brazil uh, right now. So uh, we've automatically gone international just by having you on the show. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you if you have the ability to travel around the world with technology and you know, businesses, as far as I'm concerned, is, is a mobile thing. And that's the way it should be. Absolutely. Fantastic. So I mentioned that you were born to sell. You've been selling for a long time. You've, you've been in the finance business. You've, you've done a lot of different things. I mean, even though you have that young boyish look i mean you've been around the block a few times you've done a lot of work you've done a lot of your you know, homework on how to uh, how to sell stuff and and you've created some tactics and and some uh, uh some programs that has have worked for you and you're sharing that now with other people and we want to get into that uh but before we do we just want to learn a little bit more about jermaine tell us a little bit about yourself well i'm definitely not a born salesperson this is a, an acquired trait uh from really a place of fear and a place of, I had to learn how to sell because I wanted freedom and the best way to get freedom is get into sales because you really can write your own check and you really can create whatever you want versus other roles in the business world, you're somewhat confined. And um, so sales gave me that freedom, it gave me that autonomy that I always wanted, but I was never a natural salesperson. I always thought that I would be you know, in a cubicle somewhere crunching numbers. And uh, I just used sales as a catalyst for me to create that financial freedom. And then at a certain point, it was like, well, I better do this on my own. I better start my own business for the ultimate entrepreneurial freedom where I can travel and not be beholden to anybody else's policies, roles, or procedures. So uh, you know, what I stand for is freedom and growth um, in all realms of life. And I believe that since we all die, it's our responsibility to find ways to make us free and make us feel alive and make us feel happy. And it's on our shoulders. It's no one else's fault. And I always believe that entrepreneurship and sales is like one of those lead dominoes that allows you to grow personally and develop personally because you're actually doing the hard work. It's not something you read in a book. It's something that you experience in real life. And so uh, I've always loved entrepreneurship and sales from that particular aspect. Oh, fantastic. So I kind of misspoke, I guess, born salesman. I was kind of of the opinion that, you know, pretty much everybody is to some extent born to sell. We start selling the, the moment that, you know, the doctor slaps us on the button and we scream, we start selling ourselves, you know, but then, you know, really to like, to your point, I mean, out of necessity, you had to 
learn um, how to reach out to people, how to, you know, do the right things, say the right things, provide the right product. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the process and how that all kind of came about, how you acquired that, um, that knowledge uh, to, to become a salesperson. You're correct. Everyone is in sales, whether they like it or not. I don't care if you're trying to sell your mother on why you should go to the school dance or your wife on why you should go up, hang out with the fellows or whatever it is. Everybody's in sales. You're right. The, the process of understanding sales is there's really nothing to learn. There is no real tactics. Only thing there is, is dealing with people. And the way you deal with people, and what I mean by deal is understand. Sales is all about understanding. And you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. So when you listen and you pay attention and you're authentically curious about the other person and their situation, and if you can provide a solution to their situation, that is the essence of sales. I'm not trying to sell you anything. You already decided in your mind that you wanted to buy something that was going to alleviate your problem. And if I have that solution, I'll present it to you. I'll let you know about it. But there's no convincing coercion or anything of the like. Sales is like one of the most natural, simple things you could ever imagine. But most people make it more difficult than it needs to be. Really, what's more important than how to sell is what are you selling? Because when you pick the right thing to sell, it makes your life a lot easier. And you don't have to spend as much time, resources, emotional and financial, trying to sell stuff if you pick the right thing to sell. And then also, one of the most important leverage points is who you're selling to. So, you know, most people are really concerned about the tactics of what to say, but really it's what are you selling and who are you selling it to is the most important question you can ever answer. Absolutely. And I like what you said that people are already, I mean, I, I, using the word sold, they already know that they want to make a purchase and everything. And you're just kind of like leading them, uh, providing the information and everything that is going to help them if that product is exactly what they're looking for. I think that, you know, in my experience anyway, a lot of people have who really, you know, they, they think you have to have the gift of gab. They think you have to, you know, be able to persuade people to do things that they don't want to necessarily do. And that's the description of a, of a salesperson. But something that you said that I totally believe in is that you're here uh, to provide a solution for somebody who has a specific problem. And if your solution is, is what that person needs, then that person will make that purchase. Uh, do you agree with that? Possibly they might make the purchase. They may not. Uh, your that is not your goal. Your goal is not to make people make the purchase. Your goal is to provide help. That's it. And so some people will, and some people won't. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're just planting your seed into your ideal avatar or client's mind that you are there to help them. And if it's today, great. If it's a year from now, great. So, uh, I think it's just a lot of misconceptions on how to sell, what selling even means, and how to actually excel. The, the easiest way to sell is through authenticity. Just be yourself, be mm -hmm. curious, and see where you can help. And everything else is really downstream from there. Okay. Well, let's talk about your process now. And your, on your um, uh, LinkedIn profile, you talk about you've done $50 million plus in deals, uh, and and you, you've created uh, for yourself a uh, 
you know, strategies and tactics that help you to be able to do that. And that's something that you're helping your, I guess, students learn at Creators Learn. Uh, so what does that process, what does that process look like? So sales is all about leverage. And so I never sell directly. What I do and what I teach my students to do is to find partners that have your ideal customer already in their network and they already have their trust. And you simply partner with these folks and have them offer your services or product to their network of people and they do all the selling. However, the incentive structure is set up where all three parties win. I win, my partner wins, and their client wins. For example, say you, and everyone understands this example because everyone understands weight loss. If you're a weight loss coach, trying to find people that need to lose weight is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. But instead, if you just partner with divorce attorneys, dating coaches, because their clients typically are either back in the dating market and they want to look their best. And so you offer your services to the divorce attorneys or to the dating coaches for free and say, any of your clients, if they need to lose weight, I'm happy to coach them for free online. And then after the 30 days is up, there's a good chance they will want to work with you going forward. And everyone wins because your partner, that's a dating coach, they get goodwill because they're providing their client a free service. The client gets to lose weight and look great for being out in the dating market and you get to showcase your services. So it's just a different way to think about sales and marketing. Instead of trying to find needles in a haystack, just partner with people that already have all the leads you can ever want, and they're already closed because they have the trust. And so it's just a more holistic, smarter, more strategic approach. So how do you find these partners that are helping you? I mean, uh, obviously they don't, they're probably everywhere to some extent. You just gotta reach out and find the right people. How do you, how do you go about that? The most underused resource in the whole world, LinkedIn. Nobody's yeah. using LinkedIn the right way. And yeah. if you use it target, a targeted way and you know how to communicate with people on LinkedIn, because it is still a social network. So mm -hmm. you have to approach it as, as, as if you're having a conversation with somebody in person. Right. You, there's no reason to hard sell or start pitching immediately. Just start a conversation as if you were talking to a friend over coffee. And you'd be amazed how quickly and leveraged that model is because you get leads coming to you ready to buy and partners coming to you with leads that are just, you don't even have to close them because they just are, they're ready to sign. So uh, LinkedIn is by far the most underutilized resource that anyone in B2B sales is not using. Or if you're an entrepreneur, like, I don't know why you would be doing paid ads when you could just literally have a, a, a microscope on your perfect partners and, and customers. Okay. So when you're using LinkedIn, so how do you go about, do the, are you using like sales navigator, that type of thing and putting in uh, your criteria, the, you know, to find that perfect avatar, is that what you do or how or are you just scrolling through and trying to just to find people that might fit? <laughs> no. So you can get sales navigator cause it will make it a little easier, but you don't have to, but you are searching for your particular avatar. And you're not looking for the person that needs your service. You're looking for the person that has your ideal customer already in their network. And so you can use Boolean searches on the regular LinkedIn, which is a very specific targeted search. And then you can also just use Sales Navigator to literally search all people with the profile of 
dating coaches or whatever you're looking for, and it'll mm-hmm. bring up a list of people. And one thing that I noticed that B2B salespeople always miss out on and entrepreneurs, they, they never think about the people in their own backyard. And they're calling people in Mississippi when they live in Oregon, mm-hmm. but they haven't even tapped into Oregon. It's right. like one of the dumbest things I see time and time again. And I have always in my career, I built from the inside out. I've always started mm-hmm. in Phoenix, Arizona, and then built out the different cities in Arizona and in the state of Arizona. And then next thing you know, the guy in Arizona has a guy in California and then has a guy in here and you start to grow from there. So um, I think one of the things about entrepreneurs and salespeople is they sometimes think too big before they even start walking and they want mm-hmm. to sprint and you have to start start crawling at first. Right, right. I, you know, I've used that philosophy with clients. So we're, I have a marketing business outside of what I do here. And so I work with a lot of brick and mortar, primarily in the service and, and in the food service industries and everything. And it's like, uh, they, they look to expand. They want to go, you know, to this market, that market, the whole nine yards. And it's like, well, why are you doing that? You realize that it costs you a lot of money to, you know, set up a new business in this market, that market. You know, why would you do that when you don't own the market that you're already in now? So I love what you're saying there. I agree with that 100%. Let me ask you, let's, let's stick with um, uh, with uh, LinkedIn a little bit. Uh, I've noticed on LinkedIn a lot of times when I'm looking at somebody's profile that I can't make heads or tails out of anything they're doing. Um, and, and so do you, I mean, is there ways that people could actually help you to find them by improving the way they present themselves on, on LinkedIn per, perhaps? Well, I think most people just don't use plain English. They're trying to be too fancy or cute. Instead of saying, I'm a medical doctor, they say all this other weird stuff that doesn't mean you're a medical doctor. So right. I think uh, I think it's the, the most important thing on LinkedIn is just use plain language that a five-year-old would understand, number one. And number two is when you're actually looking for what I call these MVPs, most valuable partners that have your clients, you want to approach them not from a, a lens of, hey, I'm here to sell you this thing. So t- sometimes it's smarter on your profile it, to just have a more low-key approach where you're not advertising that you're going to sell them this thing because there might be a good chance they don't want to connect with you. They don't want to start a conversation with you because you already planted the seed in their mind that you're going to be s- selling them something and no right. one wants to be sold. Right. Right. So they figure you're going to hammer them day in, day out with some kind of something, whatever it is, whether they, and, and, and a lot of times that happens and people, you know, you're, you haven't, these people haven't done their investigative work. They don't know that this is really a fit for them anyway. No, without question. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, you know, a couple of bad apples will ruin it for everyone else, but, um, you know, I've, I've never understood like the concept of cold email, um, because, it, it, you got to spend 50,000 emails just to get some responses where if you just use a little bit more strategy, you can find so much business organically just by having conversations with people online. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with you 100%. So at your, your business, um, you basically are teaching people 
the um, if I understand correctly, you're you're teaching them how to use these tools and and why they should use these tools. So you have this entire philosophy that you've that you've been using for yourself that's worked well for you over the years. So this is something that you are teaching and training people to use uh, now in your business. Is that correct? Yeah. So I help entrepreneurs refine what they're selling, who they're selling it to, how they're selling it, and then using my MVP model on LinkedIn target these partners that can bring them all the leads that they could ever want. Okay. And so give me an example perhaps of uh, maybe what a client of yours might look like in terms of what maybe industry they're from or, or just what they look like in general. So I get a lot of coaches, consultants, um, those type of clients, solopreneur type clients that are um, trying to figure out what they should be selling and then how they should be selling it the most efficiently because I'm all about efficiency. I don't believe you should be working more than four hours a day on your business because if you are, you're not leveraging it. You're not being smart about your approach. And how I came up with this whole model was in my financial services business, I had spent hours and hours a day cold calling people to try to get them to use my financial services until I realized, why don't I just partner with people that are closer to my ideal client than I can ever get to and what I did was I sell uh, financing for equipment. And I would be calling people to see if they needed to get a loan to buy equipment. Not the most efficient use of my time. So mm -hmm. I just decided to partner with MVPs, my, my partners that sold equipment instead. And then they would bring me into the deals that were already sold. These people already wanted to buy the equipment. They just needed the financing. And they already mm -hmm. had the trust of my equipment seller. And so when I'm introduced, these clients would just sign. They wouldn't ask any questions. It's all digital. And so it was a very leveraged business model. I had my time back. I made a lot of money because it's very lucrative. And I realized not only can this business model be applied to what I do in the finance space, but to any business that is B2B service related. Okay. So this is really almost like 100% uh, B2B. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, this is the B2B model for sure. And service based. Okay. All right. Fantastic. So, and service-based. Okay. Yeah. So as you were speaking, I was like wondering, so you're talking about providing financing for something that a partner that is already, uh, I guess, sold. We, 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 I, 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 you know, we talked about using that word, I guess. So I'm a little bit like Larry to say it, uh, but they, they basically made a purchase. And so now they just need to get the financing and that's what you have been providing them. And so I was just, can you give us some maybe examples, maybe other industries that are using this philosophy, this, this program and how they're using it? Yeah. So a lot of it comes down to like, for example, in, in my financial services, again, I just provide the financing. So I partner with equipment sellers. Mm -hmm. So they bring me into their equipment sale to do the financing. I don't have to do anything. They do all the selling for me. I have another student of mine that is working with, um, he's a coach, coach and consultant for credit um, repair. And so instead of him trying to trace down all people that need to get their credit repair, he simply just par uh, partners with mortgage brokers. And they bring him all their clients that need to get their credit in shape so they can get a house. So it's just a more leveraged business model for lead generation and getting deals closed because it's already part of the sales process. Your partner is already closing for you. You don't have to convince anybody to buy your service. It's already kind of part and parcel with their pitch. 
I love that. And, and, and uh, I like exactly that example was a perfect example because now you'd mentioned that it's, you know, it's, it's a win, 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 right? So it's a win for you. It's a win for that mortgage broker because they may not otherwise be able to get that person financed for that house. So they lose out of that business if they're not able to. And it's a win for that customer because now they may get the house of their dreams. Without question, it has, it always has to be a win, win, win. All the alignment of you, your partner, and their customer has to be aligned because everyone must win. And that's what makes it so seamless. I love that whole, I love the whole concept and everything. So when we first started this, I guess I got to be honest with you, I was a little confused as to, you know, exactly what, you know, you do and what we're going to talk about. But now I get it completely. I think that is, uh, I love what you're talking about. And I, and I, I love the program that you're talking about. So I'm sure it's been successful and you're going to have more years of success with it. And if people would just listen to that philosophy, maybe we would all be a little bit more successful. So it's that win-win-win. That's all it is. I love it. So we are getting really close to the end of our, our time together. Uh, any final thoughts that you'd like to leave our audience with? I always think something that's interesting is entrepreneurs and salespeople, I think, spend an absorbent amount of time listening to other people, including myself. And I think they need to focus on listening to themselves because we have all the answers within us. However, sometimes we don't give ourselves space to hear the answers, A, and B, we don't give ourselves enough reps to understand clearly what the answers are because the more reps you do and the more actual experience you have doing the thing, the clearer the actual path is and the methodology is. So before you start to look for the next shiny thing, just put in the reps and just trust yourself. There you go. I love that. That's 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 a lesson we all can live by, let me tell you. So, Jermaine, if um, our audience would like to get in contact with you to find out more about you, to find out more about your program, how they go about doing that. Just go to creatorslearn.com. I have some freebies on there, which kind of go through a lot of my mindset and methodology, how I think about uh, business and entrepreneurship and sales. And if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message and I love the chat. There you go. I love it. Jermaine, thank you so much for being on the show. You're a wonderful guest and, uh, you know, good luck to enjoy your time down in Brazil. It sounds like a, like you're having a wonderful time and, uh, I'm, I have to admit I'm a little jealous. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Neil. You betcha. Hey, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for being with us. Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Check us out at uh, titanmediaworks.com. Uh, that's uh, works spelled W-O-R-X. And also check out all of our other great hosts on the Small Business Delivered Network at smallbusinessdelivered.com. Until next time, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.